The blood of Jesus, God's Son, purifies us from all sin. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was from Genesis chapters 2 and 3. We're looking at Genesis chapter 2, verses 7 to 9 and 15 to 17, and then also 3, chapter 3, verses 1 to 7. The Old Testament reading for the first Sunday in Lent. Moses writes, The Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. Now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. And the Lord God made all kinds of trees grow out of the ground, trees that were pleasing to the eye and good for food. In the middle of the garden were the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. And the Lord God commanded the man, you are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. The, he said to the woman, did God really say, you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that's in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the fruit of the tree was good for food and pleasing to the eye, and also desirable for gaining wisdom, she took some and ate it. She also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate it. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized they were naked. So they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. My dear fellow sinners for whom Christ lived and died, in the creation and ultimately in everything that God does for us, the Lord God shows us, shows Adam and Eve his love, his great love for us. The account of the, trend of the creation begins with God showing his love for us, making a beautiful world, but then following the creation Next, we have the most tragic chapter in the Bible as we see the fall into sin. And Genesis 3 tells us the, the first of many times when we humans sinned against our God and rebelled against him. And now just to get the background of that, Satan he was one of God's created angels, and somehow or other what he did is he led a rebellion of some of the other angels against God, and we don't know the details of it except that they rebelled against God, some sort of a rebellion, and as a result of their rebellion, they were condemned forever. 
Satan ever since. We could say he's probably the one who coined that phrase, misery loves company, because ever since then what Satan has been doing is everything within his power to try to get the human race to follow him into his misery to go after us and get us away from God. Well, in the form of a serpent, Satan went to Eve and said, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? You can notice here that Satan didn't say, did the Lord God really say? He omitted the name Lord there on purpose because he did not want to remind Eve of how God is gracious and loving. He wanted to think Eve to think that God was mean and overbearing, that he was withholding something from her. And now Eve really should have responded to Satan if she was going to respond to him by saying something like, no, 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 my Lord loves me. He would never be that way where he'd be mean or overbearing. Or maybe she should have just walked or run away from Satan. But she stayed there and she put herself into a bad situation and ended up falling. She never should have listened to Satan he told her that if, he, if she ate the fruit of that tree, that she wouldn't die as God had said, but that actually she'd be like God, knowing good and evil, and that would be a good thing. And she believed that God was withholding something from her, and so she coveted the fruit. She took some, she ate it, and she gave some to Adam, who tragically was there with her the whole time in the same area and he apparently observed the fall into sin, her eating the fruit and he did nothing. He wasn't the loving and the protective husband that God wanted him to be. Now Adam and Eve sin, of course, it wasn't just that they ate fruit from that tree. Ultimately it was rebellion against God. Our text then tells us of sin's immediate result. It says, the eyes of both of them were opened. They realized they were naked. Then they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. No longer perfect and holy, they were sinful and dirty and they felt dirty, and that meant also that the, all of their descendants, everyone born from them, descended from them, would also be sinful and dirty, and that, of course, includes you and me as well. You know, it's easy to look at Adam and Eve, and they're falling into sin and say they should have known better, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that they should have known better. They did know better. But you and I, we've also fallen into sin. And the fact is, is that we know better as well, but still we sin. Oh, it's been said 
Satan, like a fisherman, baits his hook according to the appetite of the fish. Interesting statement, but what it's basically saying is Satan knew the type of temptation that had the potential to work on Adam and Eve, and he also knows the types of temptation that work best on us as well to try to get us to fall. And now, Adam and Eve fell in this instance because by themselves they tried to stand against Satan and his temptation and well that's why they fell and if you and I try to stand against the temptations that Satan would hurl our way well undoubtedly we're going to end up falling as well so let's look to our loving Lord for his help and strength the help and strength that he wants to and will give us so that we can stand up against temptation so that God can keep on showing us his love. Well, you know, Satan, we could say of him, misery loves company and that's why he has come after us, why he went after Adam and Eve, why he keeps on coming after us, but yeah, that may be true of Satan, that he and his misery loves company. But the wonderful thing that we can rejoice in is that our Lord God, he loves company too. And he wants to keep on showing us his love and have us with him forever in heaven. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, thank you for your amazing love for us. Fill us with your love so we want to fight against sin and instead want to love you and one another. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always, amen.